This is Devin Peacock in on London Live. Stats Canada released some interesting information yesterday. According to new data, nearly 1.5 million Canadians between the ages of 25 and 64 consider themselves to be in a couple with a partner who lives somewhere else. The data from Stats Canada shows the number of Canadians, quote, living apart together, or LAT for short, has been steadily increasing over the past decade plus, going from 6% of uh, the interrelationship population in 2006 to 9% in 2017. Asked why they were not living with their partner, 34% of respondents uh, said it was an intentional choice. Another 15% said they and their partner had never considered living together. Dr. Marcia Sirota is a board-certified psychiatrist and founder of the Ruthless Compassion Institute. She joins us on the line now. Thanks for your time today. Oh, it's really great to be here. Well, I was really intrigued by this uh, this, this information from Stats Canada about uh, couples uh, living together but apart, or living apart together, I guess is how they, they call it. Uh, just for my reference, is being in a long distance relationship better uh, or sorry not better different from this or are they kind of different names for the same uh, same entity i think probably being in a long distance relationship is one aspect of people who live apart together in their relationships so there are lots of different reasons why people have this kind of arrangement so being long distance would be one of them but but plenty of people who live apart together um, or live together apart, whatever you want to call it, they don't actually uh, live far away from each other. Okay. In fact, they say that four out of five people who live in a living apart together relationship live in the same province, and 64% live within 20 kilometers of each other. This, as I said, is something interesting. It's something I've never really considered before, but if we have like 1.5 million Canadians doing this, it certainly seems to be uh, something that's, uh, that's growing in, in popularity. Yes, in fact, it's gone up from 6% in 2006 to 9% in 2017. And I think that, I have a theory, I think that when people have permission in society to do things that they want to do, they start doing them. And before, maybe there was less tolerance or acceptance of this kind of lifestyle choice, so fewer people did it. But now that there's more space for people to live the way they really want to, the, the authentic way, then they're taking this option. I would have thought that part of uh, maybe uh, one of the reasons people may not want to do this is you're not with your your partner, you don't know what they're up to all the time, and maybe there's some uh, trust issues, but this seems to almost, there's more trust if in the relationship if this is the route that some people want to go. You know, the rate of um, infidelity in people who live together is quite high. It's actually shockingly high. And obviously the rate of divorce is almost 50%. So I think that if people trust each other, then they can make whatever arrangements they feel comfortable with. But I don't think that living together or living apart really makes a difference in terms of whether people are going to be faithful or not. Uh, we are, you kind of alluded to this before a little bit, we are in 2019, you know, many different lifestyles have more acceptance these days. Mm-hmm. This, in some ways, is not really all that radical, not that, I mean, radical is always in the eye of the beholder, I guess, but um, I, I guess maybe to what you were saying earlier, people may have more freedom to say, well, this is, you know, how how I want to be in my relationship, this is how I want to live, and for the large part, you know, for me, I mean, how people, you know, live in their relationship has no bearing on me. So whatever, uh, whatever works for you is fine by me. Yeah, I think that 
um, a lot of times people want to do something, but maybe their family pressures them or their community pressures them or the people around them you know, give them a, you know, a funny look if they're making a choice that the other people don't understand or agree with. But I think today you know, there are, is a lot more acceptance for people doing the things that make them happy and, and being able to just be their authentic self, as I said. So if, if there is that support, then I think that's why we're seeing this quite significant 3% rise in the last 11 years. That's a big rise over time, you know, statistically. One of the things that's interesting about it, uh, just the, the rise in the, uh, a relatively short period of time is I haven't seen too much uh, discussion of this in like the general media. And so uh, for me, I wouldn't have the idea of doing this, but as, as it catches on, there's, this is another option for uh, relationships for couples if they want for their relationship. So it, to me, it's kind of interesting because it almost seems like it's kind of organic where it's always kind of been bubbling there. And now maybe pe- people feel more agency to do this. And, and we may actually know people in our in our own families or communities who are doing it. You know, I have a friend whose mother, she's in her early 60s, and she has a boyfriend, and they both have their own homes, and they've been in a very long-term relationship, and uh, they've been very happy to live apart. So, you know, I, we we might actually all know somebody who's, who's in, you know, in this arrangement, but maybe they don't talk about it that much. But I think it's more common than we think, and... Um, you know, this is just a choice they've made, and people make the choice for different reasons. Sometimes they make the choice because, you know, one's at work in another place. You know, I knew another couple. They were um, living apart for almost the whole, the entirety of their marriage because they both were university professors, and one was in Montreal and one was in New York City <laughs> because they couldn't find jobs in the same city. So there are those reasons, but, but you know, they say that about half of the people who, who do this uh, living apart together, choose to do it. It's not because of their circumstances, but it's a choice that they've made because it, it's how they want to live. Does it lend itself to a certain age group, or could this be because, like, this would be the the, the status off from Stats Canada was between twenty five and sixty four, so that's obviously a couple different mm-hmm. generations there. But is there one? You know, is it more popular with boomers or millennials, or not, or not really? You know, interestingly, I would have thought it would be more popular with the older couples because, you know, like this mother of a friend of mine who, you know, they want to have their own households, they've already raised their families, they've, they've been married, this is maybe a new relationship, and, you know, they feel like, why bother? But actually, that's the smallest group. The 55 to 64-year-olds are only 5% of the group, and that middle range of 35 to 54 are only 7%. And the largest group, interestingly, is the 25 to 34-year-olds, and that's 20% of the people who have chosen to live apart together. So it's, it's much more popular in the young age groups. Based on the growth we've seen since 2006, probably safe to say this is going to become uh, more of a popular option for couples? Um, you know, it's hard to tell, but very well could be. And, uh, you know, life, life is getting very complicated. It's harder to get jobs for the younger demographic. It's harder to settle down. Income is difficult. So, you know, they may have to go further afield to uh, set themselves up in a career, and that might mean leaving their partner behind in another place, but carrying on the relationship. It's quite interesting. I certainly appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Oh, it's really been a pleasure. That's Dr. Marcia Sirota, a board-certified psychiatrist and founder of the Ruthless Compassion Institute. We need to pause. When we return, we'll have more of London Live. This is Devin Peacock in for Mike Stubbs on 980 CFPL.